The sleazy, slimy Democrats are at it again, America. You will not believe what has been going on under your noses since 2006, okay? The last uh, 13, 14 years now, the Democrats have been secretly doing something right underneath your nose, and the scary, most disgusting part about it is it's completely legal and that Republicans are signing on to it too, and we are going to talk all about that today on the Simple Answers Podcast. I first want to welcome you to the program. My name is Michael Turek, and uh, as the program unfolds today, we are going to be uh, telling you and explaining the 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 absolute raping of the electoral college that is going on directly underneath your guys's nose while the democrats and the republicans in congress in the feds and the states are jingling those keys and going russia 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 this 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 look at that look at that Ooh, this kid's eating a tie pod Ooh, this kid's you know changing sex for the 40th time oh now there's you know uh this gender and oh these people are doing this and oh these people are doing that all meanwhile we're putting our face down going don't fucking tell us all this garbage we don't care Right. All while in the background, the Republicans and the Democrats have been working together to pass reforms on the Electoral College that are completely constitutional, that if passed, will have a lasting effect on every single national presidential election from here on in. Okay, guys, this is I am so perturbed on this subject because it's out there the infer they're not hiding it anymore and yet no one seems to know no one seems to care it's just facebook 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 insta 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 this that whatever we are being uh, the electoral college is under attack from the state governments And we're going to get into that on this program, on the Simple Answers podcast today. Guys, to keep up with everything, you need to go on to Facebook, facebook.com slash 1787 Media Network, and you need to hit that big like button and follow all of the stuff that we do on Facebook each and every day. If you're listening to this podcast and you haven't followed it yet or you haven't subscribed to it yet, please hit that follow button on your favorite podcast app and... Make sure that you share and rate us. Uh, It gets the message out so that more people can listen to the messages that we uh, on the Simple Answers podcast give to you guys each and every day. And guys, if you're watching on the YouTube, thank you very much for still supporting the YouTube channel. If you haven't already, hit that big red subscribe button and click the bell notification icon so that you don't miss when a new video goes live. So with that being said, Okay, like I said, the Electoral College is in danger. It is being under nuclear assault right now. Under a completely legal action. And that's the scary part. Okay, and we're going to get into exactly what this is later on in the program but have you ever heard of the national interstate popular vote compact okay that is what we are going to be talking about today 
They call it the NIPVC. This is freaking communism. This is the death to our republic. This is how monarchies start in the United States. That's exactly what this is. And and that's why we should be so scared about it. Why is the Electoral College so important? That's what I want to get into right this second. Why every four years when we elect a president, why is it so important that we follow the 270 electoral votes in the college that will make whoever wins those 270 president? Why is that so important? Because it gives everyone a fair voice. Okay? As we'll see, everyone always goes, oh, well, you know, my voice doesn't count if I'm in, you know, uh, a state that isn't a swing state. Ohio, Florida, you know, North Carolina, South Carolina, Pennsylvania, all those swing states, everyone just believes that those are, you know, those are the states that people need to campaign in. Those are the states that are going to win. New York's always going to go blue. You know, California's always going to go red, or California's going to always, I almost just said red there. Ha! That would be funny. California's always going to go blue. You know, Texas is always going to go red. And that's just the way it's going to be. And it's up to these little pockets of swing states. And that's not true because back in the day, Florida used to be a purple state. Hell, Florida used to be a Democrat blue state states change and as people move around the country look all of the liberal leftists have killed nor you know new york and california droves ten thousand people over ten thousand people left new york state last year alone and that's a that's a limited estimate some people believe it's upwards of a hundred thousand people left new york state just last year alone And now those people are bringing their policies. Hopefully they're bringing their non-socialist communist, you know, policies to these new states, but most don't. So then they get entrapped in the politics down there or wherever they move. And eventually a red state will turn to a purple state, will then turn to a blue state and all the red people move to a different state and they eventually make it a red state. And that's how states change. Texas used to be a blue state years ago. Texas was a blue state and that's how states change. So it's not always the same states up for grabs, up for play, but the Democrat party. And now I'm going to start with the Democrats because they're the ones that are pushing this. The Republicans are just spineless fuckbags that cannot think and go, oh, yeah, this might be a bad thing. Right? They just follow along. Some some instances in some states, the Republicans are the ones introducing this legislature to their state houses. And you got to be kidding me. You are telling me that as a Republican, as a constitutional Republican or conservative or whatever, you are for the death of the Electoral College. You are for the cities and a grouping of states electing the entire country's president because that's what you're doing. Take it from New York, okay? This is this is what this is this is how I want you to think about why the electoral college is so important, okay? 
2018, New York elected a new uh, 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 the uh, third term governor here of by the name of Andrew Cuomo. Okay, we call him King Cuomo or Communist Cuomo uh, here in New York State, and that's why I say the the Simple Answers podcast and the Freedom Bunker here that we that we broadcast out of is the last bastion of freedom in this in this communist state. But there are 62 counties in this state alone 62 okay he won 15 15 counties out of 62 that means he lost 47 counties of 62 but yet he won the governorship by almost 2 million votes we need the Electoral College here in New York State. Every single city in New York State, except for one county, Ulster County, my home county, went blue. Okay? New York City and Long Island, Rochester, Westchester, Ulster, Albany, uh, Rochester, and Buffalo counties all went blue. Why? Because they have the biggest city populations, the biggest density of Democratic voters. While all other 47 counties that he lost went red for Molinero, the Republican who lost, that had no shot because it's New York and we need our own state electoral college because popular vote does not work here. I don't even have to get up out of bed in the morning on on you know gubernatorial election election day and cast a vote because it doesn't matter. Everyone says, "Oh, well my vote doesn't matter." Here in New York for governor, it does not matter. He won 15 counties. 47 counties said, no, you are the wrong guy. And he still won. That is what a national popular vote will do. In 2016, the, the, the presidential election between Donald J. Trump and her... This was the breakdown. Clinton won the popular vote by almost 1.5 million votes. Okay, there's 3,141 counties in the United States, across the United States. There's 3,141 counties. Okay, according to the AP, because there's a lot of uh, a lot of different ways that uh, different states tally up their counties some give just a state some don't do so there's a lot of like statistical data that works out but um the the number that seems that everybody goes along with is that trump won 2626 of the 3141 counties so he won 75%. Clinton won uh, 487, four, not even 500 counties in the entire United States, but yet she won the popular vote by 1.5 million votes. 
So you're going to tell me that 487 counties out of the entire United States is going to tell is going to give me the president every single year or every single four years. You're telling me that the that the mass of America 20 what is it? Uh where the hell was it? 2626 counties of 3141 is not a majority it shouldn't matter that she had 1.5 million votes more than Trump did. It should matter that he carried 75% of the American counties of the country itself. And that is why the Electoral College is so important. And that's why we have to, we have to never limit it and never... Uh, beat it into the ground and never try and repeal it and never try and put a constitutional, you know, ratified amendment onto it. The founders were geniuses here in knowing that people were going to flock to cities. Population density matters. There's going to be, you know, there's, there's eight, nine, 10 million people that live in New York City alone. They outrank or outpopulate the rest of the of New York's of New York State just in five boroughs, let alone the surrounding area. And you're gonna tell me that you're going to allow four hundred what what was it? Four hundred and eighty-seven counties across the United States to say, well, we won the popular vote, so we're gonna elect your president. That is the exact same thing as saying that you're taking you're taking you know five states and saying that they're the swing states and they're the ones that give you these elections it's just not accurate it is a lie this is why the electoral college is so important now here is where things start getting feng shui okay and this is why i say the democrats only are doing this because Democrats lose when it is the Electoral College, okay? There have been five times in the history of the country, there have been five presidential elections. We are now on the 45th president. Multiple more elections out of that. And only five times... Have there ever been a president elected by the Electoral College that did not win the popular vote? The first one, John Quincy Adams in 1824. Second one, Rutherford B. Hayes, Rutherford B. Hayes. Had to slow down for that one. Rutherford B. Hayes in 1876. Benjamin Harrison, 1888. George W. Bush, George W. Bush in 2000, and Donald J. Trump in 2016. Why do all? Why do I even bring up the five of these guys? Can anyone guess? I will give you one guess as to why I brought up these five guys. Google it real quick. I'll tell you. They're all Republicans. 
Every single one of these guys were registered Republicans when they were elected. So you're going to tell me that only five guys, five presidents in the history of this country just so happen to be Republican and the Democrats are the ones that are sitting there screaming for national popular vote changes to the Electoral College because they're the ones that can't win and they know because the Electoral College protects all of these counties that vote red not the cities that vote blue and they know that they have the population density in the cities that are going to always vote blue because cities are cesspools for socialism so if they can turn the electoral college into a national popular vote If they can turn the Electoral College into guaranteeing a national popular vote outcome, they can guarantee that the cities will elect the Democrat, Socialist, Communist cities will elect your president every single time. And there you are. That is it. The Republican Party's dead. The conservatives are dead. The libertarians are dead. We will have Democrat rule from now until the collapse of the United States of America. And that is why this, this should be what we are screaming from the rooftops. Not that we're, you know, all mad at abortion or mad at this or mad at that or whatever. This should be on everybody's radar. This should be at everyone's dinner table going, hey, do you guys know about this? Hey, do you guys know about this? Why are we not holding our elected officials accountable on this? But no, we're too worried, buried in Facebook, buried in what the fuck is going to happen in impeachment, what's going to happen in Russia, who ate a Tide Pod today, what new gender they're going to come out with tomorrow, whatever. It doesn't much matter. We need to be worried about this. And that is why I'm screaming from my rooftop. My bunker is loud right now because I am so perturbed at the Americans that are letting this go. This will be the death of the American Republic if this passes. And God, guys, I just want to say that it's close. It's really close. So what the heck is, remember I said the National Popular Vote Interstate Compact or the Interstate Compact for the National Popular Vote, whatever the heck you want to say, it's the same thing. But what is an interstate compact? Okay, there's, and, and everyone will say, oh, you know, Turk, oh, there, this is, this isn't constitutional. They can't do that. And I'm going to tell you exactly why this is constitutional. It is 100% legal, exactly what they're doing. And that is why it's so scary. So scary. An interstate compact is simply an agreement between two or more states, okay? Uh, Article 1, Section 10 of the United States Constitution provides that, quote, no state shall, without the consent of Congress, enter into any agreement or compact with another state, end quote. And you're like, oh my God, guys, that's, that's the out. Congress has to approve it. 
Wrongo, we'll get there, okay? Consent can be obtained in any one of three ways. First, there can be a model compact, and Congress can grant automatic approval for any state wishing to join it. Okay, this is like driver's licenses, okay? Second, states can submit a compact to Congress prior to entering the compact, Okay, or third, states can agree to a compact, then submit it to Congress for approval, which if does it, which if the Congress approves it, uh, causes it to come into effect. All right. Now. Here's where we go. And uh, right now, all of you guys are going, why are you so mad, Mike? What you just said there, Congress, it's unconstitutional. Congress has to approve it, okay? In the year of 1893, the Supreme Court made a ruling in a, in a court case uh, in front of them, Virginia versus Tennessee, okay? And they ruled that only those compact agreements which would increase the power of states at the expense of the federal government required congressional approval. So the fact that in 18 whenever, 1893, what, what, what year was it? Uh, 1893, Virginia versus Tennessee, this precedent, this, this order came down that said, States have to get congressional approval only if it's going to cost the federal government something. This is free. The Electoral College is, it doesn't cost anything to the federal government. This is 100% legal. 100% legal. And that's why this is so scary is because this court back in 1893 set that ruling down that said we don't need congressional approval for this anymore and the democrats and god forsaken those bastard De uh, those bastard republicans are voting in their state houses for these compacts and that that I cannot stress enough. Okay, I see all of this on Facebook, right? There's 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 articles, scarce articles here and there and here and there. Maybe once every six or eight months, I see them floating by, and everyone's like, "Oh, don't worry about it. It's unconstitutional. They can't do that." And then I I chime in and I go, "No." This is 100% legal. We have to worry about this. Rush, I love you to death, but you need, you have a 30 million person audience. You need to be screaming about this instead of impeachment. Sean Hannity, you have a 30 million person audience. You need to be screaming about this. I don't like you very much, but Glenn, you need to be screaming about this. Because you guys have the reach. I don't have 30 million listeners. I'd love 30 million listeners. But I don't have it. 
Or I'd be screaming from the rooftops every single day. I'd be like, hey guys, guess what happened in impeachment today? Uh, yeah, Trump is still innocent. They're still going on about Russia. And guess what? Interstate compact. The rest of the show. Until I'm blue in the face. All right, so guys, you've bared with me this long. We need to go over what exactly this National Popular Vote Compact is. So let me take a 20-second timeout, and then on the flip of that break, we are going to dive into exactly uh, who has passed this, how many you know electoral college votes they already have gobbled up, and what this is going to mean for the rest of the country. Whoa. Guys, welcome back. Just before we continue talking about this national uh, national popular vote compact, I just want to remind you the best way to stay in touch with all of the information coming out of the podcast and out of the 1787 Media Network is to go on that Facebook page, facebook.com slash 1787 Media Network. Hit that like button. Follow us there. If you're listening to us on a podcast platform and you haven't followed us there, make sure you hit that follow button. Rate us. Rank us. Make sure that you're sharing all of the podcasts. Uh, that go out each and every day and if you're watching on youtube good job and uh, hit that big red subscribe button and uh, make sure you hit that bell notification button to make sure you don't miss anything so guys the uh the national popular vote interstate compact is just an agreement this is this is off of fairvote.org uh, Okay, and they're a Maryland organization that's been working on this since like 2006. Okay, uh, the agreement among states designed to guarantee election of the presidential candidate who wins the most popular votes in the 50 states in Washington, D.C. Uh, NPV or national popular vote is grounded in two powers delegated to the states by the Constitution. And they are correct here. This isn't. I am agreeing with the fact that they they know that they they know their legalese is right. Okay, uh, two delegated powers by the Constitution. This the power to design rules for awarding their electoral votes. That is one hundred percent accurate. There is nothing in the Constitution that says that a state has to do this with their electoral votes. They can give all of their electoral votes to the person who wins the state popular vote. They can give them to like Maine, who wins certain congressional districts. Um, you know, you can break it up into any way you want to give your electoral votes as a state. You just, your state has to vote those those uh, voting laws into power. So they're 100% there. The power to design rules for awarding their electoral votes, 100% accurate. And the power to enter into interstate compacts with the ultimate goal of erasing the gulf between uh, swing states and spectator states. Remember, this is the ploy that they're using. They're using the ploy that there are swing states and states that just never matter right but they do matter remember 3100 um counties 3141 counties in this usa and trump won 2626 of them clinton only won 487 counties out of 3100 plus 
Okay? So, yes, every state matters. Every vote actually matters. There are no such things as, you know, yeah, we have swing states, but swing states change. Remember, Florida used to be Democrat and blue state. Texas used to be a blue state. At one point, way, way, way before I was born, New York was a red state. Yeah, imagine that, New Yorkers. I've never seen it in my 32 years, except for when Pataki was governor. But way before that, New York was actually a red state. Okay, so we continue. They go on and they actually uh, say here, historically, there have been five occasions when the candidate who won the Electoral College did not receive the most votes, most recently in 2016 and 2000. Okay, but what they neglect to say is that those were all Republicans and that Democrats and socialists flock to cities. Republicans and conservatives tend to not flock to cities. Not saying that they're not there, but we tend to not be in condensed areas. Okay, so if you control the cities and the population-dense areas, you can control the national popular vote outcome, which automatically means Democrat winning. So would they would they be up in arms if all of these guys were, you know, Democrats? No, because they won anyway. But the fact that it irks them because, again, here's another reason to say Trump and the Republicans don't actually win elections. Nobody, nobody actually votes for a Republican. Here's a, just another way to say that our winning is illegitimate. Okay? It goes on to say states passing the Nash Popular Vote uh, um, Compact, Interstate Compact, agree to give all their electoral votes to the winner of the National Popular Vote rather than the statewide popular vote. Um or congressional district vote, Maine and Nebraska do that. Since 2006, 16 states have entered the compact individually. Uh, I think that's actually 15 states. Let me see. Um, Oregon is the latest one. This was a CNN politics uh, article that just uh, just was updated. Uh, this was originally written June 12th of 2019, but it was updated on... Um, uh, like two or three days ago, written by uh, Caroline Kelly, Kelly, Caroline Kelly. Um, Oregon's seven electoral votes pushed the running total to 196 total electoral votes. That's going to be very important. Okay, California, Colorado, Connecticut, Delaware, Hawaii. Illinois, Maryland, Massachusetts, New Jersey, New Mexico, New York, Rhode Island, Vermont, Washington State, District of Columbia have all joined the compact. Passed legislation, so there are 15, passed legislation in their state houses and said, this is what we're going to do. That's important. 196 electoral votes. We have to remember that. Okay. Um, 
This is the big one. The National Popular Vote Interstate Compact will go into effect once enacted by states with a total of at least 270 electoral votes. And that is the guaranteed number, 270 to win um, the presidency. Okay, right now, as it is standing... 15 states totaling 196 electoral college votes, which is 72% of the 260 votes needed. Isn't that crazy? They already have 72% of 270. totaling all of the electoral votes out there they only have 36% of all the electoral college votes but just to get to that number of 270 they only they have 72% already that scares me that actually scares me okay now, the really scary part about this is the fact that um, even Bill, so because it's an interstate compact, you know, all of these states say, yes, this is what we're going to do with our 270. If they get to 270, that's it. All of the other states don't even need to vote because these guys just, there you go. You know, they determine, here you go. This is this is who's the president. So you're going to tell me, you know, this isn't rigging the election for the left? Here's one other thing. Google a map of what states turned blue in the 2016 election. Okay? And... Here's a funny thing. California, Colorado, Connecticut, Delaware, Hawaii, Illinois, Maryland, Massachusetts, New Jersey, New Mexico, New York, Rhode Island, Vermont, Washington State, and D.C. all went blue in 2016. And they are all 15 jurisdictional states and districts. That signed on to this compact. So again, you are telling me that this is not a plan rigged by the left, the socialist communist left, to undermine our American Republic and take this American Republic down for the Electoral College and turn it into some form of repetitive Democrat monarchy because that's what it will be. We will never see another conservative president ever again if this passes. Mark my words. You think I'm fucking crazy now. But if this passes and we continue to do nothing over this, we will see the new American monarchy. That's where this is going. And that's why we need to be afraid of this. 
And being afraid of it doesn't mean hiding in a corner waiting for the republic to fall. It means getting on the phone, making protest, making sure that you Republican senators in your state and your state Republican legislators don't sign on to this malarkey bullshit that they've been signing on just as fast as the Democrats. And everyone knows that I love Trump and that I, you know, am a conservative libertarian through and through. But I will hold the people that are morons accountable for being morons. And if it just so happens that you're a moron on the left or the right, I'm going to call you out on it. And there's morons in both that are killing the Electoral College by doing this. And that is exactly why we as the American people need to stand up and make sure that this does not ever pass. This is the this is the 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 deep state government in the upper government and our lower government at the state going and saying you all don't matter only these pockets of individuals matter and that's what we need to stop the american founding fathers were very very smart guys and they made sure that they put in a system called the electoral college to make sure that every single person had a fair vote it is not a fair vote to give it to 487 counties of the 300 or the 3141 counties of America. That is not a fair vote. It is a fair vote that a president gets 2600 counties in this country. Not just the population dense ones. And that's exactly what the founders knew. And they knew it back when the biggest cities were Charlotte, New York, Boston, and Philly. And they could see the writing on the wall at how dangerous this could be. Guys, I hope you enjoyed something. I hope you learned something. I'm going to end the show there for today. Guys, make sure that you keep supporting this podcast. I love all of you for doing that. We've seen our uh, our following spike in the last couple weeks, and I just want to keep saying thank you for that. Your love is, uh, is felt, and every time I see a share and a like and a conversation, I think that maybe we are making a difference here on the, seven, or the 1787 Media Network and the Simple answers podcast and that's what me and gerard wanted to do is create change from this platform so guys please stay happy please stay healthy and always stay strong